live from the New York International Auto Show in a semi-sea of people here, and believe it or not, we just had uh, snow when we came in here. This is the Tech Weekly Podcast episode 11, I believe, for April 4th to April, I don't know, what, some date in April. Uh, we're here at the uh, Ford Lincoln Mercury area. We just walked in, got our tickets, and uh, got in, so we're going to check out some hot vehicles, and we're going to uh, record what we see and maybe do some interviews with some of the representatives. So uh, I'll cut it off here and uh, take a look around. Okay, now we're right here at the Aston Martin display. And of course, Aston Martin, as usual, very expensive cars, no prices listed, and of course, cordoned off to the general public. Now, if you manage to pull yourself away from the Aston Martin counter, you first see the Ford Airstream, which is a concept that looks more like a 60s Volkswagen. Thank God it's a concept, and I will never see one of these on the road. It is got an all-red interior, a plasma screen counter, and by God, it screams back to the 1960s with the old Volkswagens that the hippies used to drive around. Thank God it's a concept, and hopefully it will not make it to the dealership shelves anytime soon. Now, I'm kind of competing here with the Ford sales representative who is pushing the Ford Taurus here. But I will take a minute to tell you about the Ford Flex Limited, which is a full-size crossover. Not a hybrid, though, yet. And it'll be available coming soon, next year. Uh, very boxy-like. Almost looks like a Honda Element kind of vehicle. But if you're interested in crossovers, the Ford Flex might be for you. Now, if you manage to put yourself away from the American cars that are kind of boring to me and you work your way over to the Land Rover and Jaguar area, you will see, first of all, the Range Rover Sport Supercharged, uh, and most of these vehicles are locked, but again, the Range Rovers, kind of the same things that you see in past years, maybe a little style and comfort upgrades, but if you go over to Jaguar, Jaguar is, of course, as you know, the very luxury car that we all love and know, uh, you can take a look and sit in Jaguar and walk on this very plush carpet here, which I'm sinking into, and notice some of the new improvements that Jaguar has made in their vehicles, not- most notably navigation and entertainment systems as well. And if you want to get yourself a uh, brochure, you can do that as well. But uh, let's take a look at one of these Jaguar cars. Find the most expensive one. Now, if you're into tight little European cars that you can barely get in and out of, Audi might be you. Might be for you, rather. Uh, I just got into one Audi and I could barely get in and get out. Of course, I don't think the back seat is where you're going to sit. you got to consider that uh, it's basically about a one-passenger car when it's really designed for four. Not my favorite cars anymore. Um, they would have been good for me about at my height about four years ago, but now I'm a little tall for an Audi car. Now we're standing by Volvo's much-touted auto frame here, and uh, if you knock on it, it is pretty steady, uh, and this comes basically standard for the Volvos, and uh, it looks like it can handle the rollover pretty well. Take some pictures of it. Now, particularly Hyundai over here, uh, they are introducing some cars like the Azero, which are trying to be like BMWs and Lexuses. They're introducing all these features like rain sensing, windshield wipers, and... Uh, Oh, let's see here. They're also introducing uh, uh, lights and uh, the sunshade in the back, but uh, no nav systems yet. Uh, Hyundai says they're going to be coming out with nav systems coming June and the rest of the models in the fall. So 
you know, NAP systems for Hyundai yet. But uh, if you want to uh, have a car that's made in America, they do make most of their cars right here in the good old United States of America. And the Zera is a good buy at just under $30,000, basically around $27 for the Limited, which is the highest package you can get. Now uh, we're taking a look at the Saab BioPower 100 concept car. This is a car that is able to run E100, which is pure bioethanol, E85, or gasoline. And it is a turbocharged vehicle. Now if you're in the mood for something big, you can check out the Hummers or the Cadillacs, both known in my opinion for outlandish and huge vehicles that are blown out of proportion and get about, well, maximum 16 miles to the gallon. But you can also come over to Buick and check out the new uh, Rendezvous and, of course, the Lucerne as well, which is supposed to be their entry into the luxury market, and it looks pretty good. And you can also find out more about the Buick Enclave, which is their new luxury entry, which is supposed to be pretty popular. I'm going to go check it out right now. Now, if you come over to the Maserati display, only two cars on display, and you have to sign up to be able to just look at them up close. Very expensive cars, very nice cars, and they're not even luxury, they're above luxury. So, if you want to wait in line, you can see a Maserati, and maybe get even get to touch it. Now, I'm again competing with the Honda sales representative, but we'll try to get through this anyway. Uh, Honda is making hybrids more and more affordable, and uh, they're introducing hybrids on their Accord, and I believe on their Civic as well. Uh, and uh, they a little expensive, above 31 but uh, if you want to get a hybrid, it is a good value, get a tax write-off, and you also get a clean pass if you live in New York State. Also, uh, Honda is introducing a fuel cell vehicle, which they're detailing with a small display here, not really much, uh, as the other American car companies are. They're detailing with a small display, showing the technology, and showing a video of the car in motion. Uh, but if you're interested in a hybrid, the Honda would be a great choice for you. Now, if one works their way over to the Mybox display just behind Mercedes, you can see this very, very luxurious car made by Mercedes, and it's all its glory, no price listed, and you cannot even touch the vehicle. If you take a look at Infiniti, you can find some nice luxury cars, but a really funky nav system. you got to go through that little joystick thing that kind of resembles an iPod, and of course, then once you get your destination entered, won't find the one you're looking for, or you have to scroll through several hundred streets of the same name. Not my favorite nav system. Okay, so if you didn't hear, this is the Tech Weekly Podcast, episode 11, and what you just heard for about six to seven minutes was my coverage of the New York International Auto Show. It was pretty fun. Uh, I took my Palm Pilot along and... uh, recorded uh, from the Palm Pilot for most of the show. And uh, my name is Peter Crepon, if you didn't hear it in the in the first place. And this is the Tech Weekly Podcast, episode 11. And it is, it is, of course, April 18th, not April 16th or April 4th. It is April 18th, 2007. And uh, you will be receiving this episode, hopefully, on that day as well. So, uh, reaction from the New York International Auto Show. First of all, it was fun. Uh, I have to say that I do look forward to the auto show every year. It's one of the things that I like to do. I like to look at new cars, mostly the cars that I can't afford, but that that's what we all like to do. Um, 
I was looking for something new from the automakers, from the American car companies this year, because everyone complains, and the automakers in the United States really complain that they're not doing well. So I was, I was going to say, I'm, you know, I'm going to give them fair game this year. I'm going to look for something new, and the only thing really new that I found that I relatively liked was the Ford Edge, and that's a concept car. It looks like a Honda Element, but. I really didn't like it, and it only got 19 miles to the gallon. So here's my comment on the American car companies. And if there are any car correspondents listening or any executives from the car companies, I will stand by this 100%. American car companies, you need to get real. You need to get with what the people want. People want to have a car that is, A, going to last long, that's going to be comfortable, that's going to have a little luxury in it, and they don't want to have to go to the gas station every two days to fill up. Maybe that's why you're not doing so well. You're putting out SUVs. You're putting out cars that get horrible mileage. You put, I mean, this new concept car that Ford is making a big production over the, uh, it wasn't the Edge. Uh, oh shoot, what was it? Oh, it's in there somewhere. Uh, the Ford, it was the brown one. It looks like a Honda Element. It doesn't even get 19 miles to the gallon, unless the American car companies start redesigning their cars from top to bottom and making them more efficient and affordable, they're not going to succeed. And the Japanese car companies and the foreign car companies, which are now made here, are going to really succeed and basically beat the pulp out of the American car companies. Uh, As you might have known, I kind of jumped around a bit in that uh, segment there. I was going to, I said things, like I led up to things and then I didn't do them. But, uh, you know, I, I I kind of recorded it when I saw cars that I liked and, well, cars that I didn't like with the Infinity Navigation System. Uh, but I didn't want to spend the whole show on the microphone because that would be just several. I was there about four to five hours, and that would be four to five hours of podcast time of me just talking. And, frankly, I find that kind of boring. So I just took I took some pictures. I didn't take that many. I'm not going to post them on the Internet, but... If you you search for New York International Auto Show photos, you should find some good photos of the new concept cars, or just go to the manufacturer's website. However, I did get a lot of brochures, and I'd be uh, you can get them at your local dealers as well. But as I said, I didn't really want to spend the whole day narrating the auto show because I know a lot of people around here went to the auto show, and in fact, I know one of my friends, Hingwa, special shout out to you by the way, special shout out to Hingwa, um, he went to the auto show and uh, we were talking about that new concept vehicle, the Airstream. Uh, I kind of, it was it was really weird. Honestly, I think the engineers that designed that thing were kind of drunk at the time because it's got an all red interior. And I think I will, it's best described in the words of my good friend Hingwa, again, Hingwa, you're out there, you're famous, uh, that, that car is messed up. And I think that's basically the, 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 the best way to sum up that vehicle, the Ford Airstream, was it's just messed up. Because, you know, sometimes concept cars are, you know, they're not the most practical things, but at least they're, you know, everybody wants them. But this thing was... I mean, this was really messed up. It's red interior. It had uh, party bus-like seating where you could sit and have a party in there. It had like a little mini bar. What the hell are you going to do, live in there? That that thing was really messed up. Uh, the one car that everyone is talking about is the Saab car. And uh, I got to ask that question today. Did you see the Saab vehicle? And I said yes. Uh, the Saab vehicle that I spent about 12 seconds on was the Saab that ran on... Uh, 
three, I think three types of fuel, E85, E85 ethanol, E100 ethanol, pure ethanol, and uh, gasoline. That's a, ver- a very much a step forward in the, uh, you know, in this quest for making uh, vehicles more efficient because, you know, that car, if it can run three fuels and we have them, it's just a great way to go. Uh, let's see, what are the cars that I find there? Uh, oh yeah, the, I think I had, uh, shoot, the Mercedes one, the Mercedes Maybach, right. They had that in, very nice cars, uh, a little overpriced. <laughs> um, but I think the cars that I liked the most were the Volvos. And the reason why was because Volvo has come out with this new navigation system that, that pops up out of the seat. And it's really nice, and I like Volvos. They're safe, and they've really kind of taken Volvo from, like, the family car that is safe and nobody wants to the luxury automobile that is looks good and is very safe as well. Also, I like the, the Lexuses and the BMWs because they do have good navigation systems, and uh, they're very good feeling, and they look very good as well. Uh, so that's basically my r- coverage of the New York International Auto Show. Uh, if you were there, I hope you enjoyed it, and uh, send me your comments about the auto show. You can send them to the email at the end of the show that I will give to you. Uh, but we move on now to another conference that I went to, which is PodCamp NYC. I went to, to it about for about a free few hours, and it was a podcasting conference, and uh, I sat in a few sessions and met up a few, with a few people, met up with uh, someone from Blueberry and uh, from the Long Island Podcast Network. In fact, we have a little news about this podcast coming up later in the show. Um, and then I sat in on a few sessions. Most of them were monetizing your podcast, making money off your podcast. I've been wanting to do it, and you know, I just thought, why not sit in the session? So I sat in the sessions, and of course, I've already signed up for Blueberry, so you may start hearing some commercial messages, but they, they're read by me, and they're under 15 seconds long. So uh, I sat in some sessions on monetizing podcasts, and they were very good. They had marketing professionals and business uh, professors in talking, and I'm really surprised that podcasting is so widespread. And you know, it's 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 really great thing that grassroots media is taking a hold in the mainstream these days. Um, if you want to go to PodCamp NYC, it's a little late, but you can get most of the sessions online, I believe. If you go to Google and you can search for PodCamp NYC sessions, I can't really find any. A uh, clear list of sessions where you can go to and you can download. But there are videos out there and there are audio recordings floating out there. So if you want to listen into some uh, sessions, you can as well. Um, uh, PodCamp NYC was fun and I did learn a lot about uh, podcasting and got a few links that I will be using to improve my show over the next few weeks and months and years and so forth. And I'm glad that I went, and I'm going to be looking forward to the next one, which I believe is... I don't know where it is. <laughs> uh, look around if you have uh, any ideas where it is. Anyway, uh, let's, let's let's do some tech news now, which is really what this podcast is about. And let's stop talking about automobiles and PodCamp. Uh, first of all, let's talk about some news for this show, because we're going to have... We're, I'm going to have some news here. We have some news. Uh, the Technical Podcast has some news. Uh, first of all, uh, we are going to be, or I am, I don't know why I keep saying we. Why do I keep doing that? We're not we. It's I. I run, I don't know why. 
Sorry, I just got on a tangent there. But I am converting this show into a bi-weekly podcast. Well, that's basically how it's been all along. But uh, this podcast will be a, an official, uh, an officially a bi-weekly podcast. So it will come out hopefully ev- uh, the second or every two Fridays. Uh, and wait, did I say that right? Every no, let's see. It'll come out the. St- Hopefully, it will come out every two weeks on Friday. We'll put it that way. And uh, the second thing, and this is something really exciting, is I met the basically the manager of the Long Island Podcast Network when I was at uh, the PodCamp NYC. And uh, I talked to him, and I think I'm going to get my show on the Long Island Podcast Network. For those of you who don't know, uh, it is a network, a major network of podcasts podcast that has over 70,000 subscribers, so I think that will definitely be giving my podcast a little kick in the pants uh, as far as subscribers are concerned. Uh, let us uh, do some news. Uh, let's first of all talk about Google 411, which is a new 411 service from Google. And if I can find my cell phone around here... No, I can't find my cell phone around here anyway. It's a new 411 service, and uh, it is from Google. It's free. Uh, the number is 1-800-GOOG, G-O-O-G, 411. And uh, let me see if I can bring a VoIP buster here, and we'll see if we can call it and uh, see how it works. Because it does work. I've tried it out. And uh, VoIP buster is loading... So it's 1-800-GOOG-411, and uh, let's give it a call uh, now. Let me just switch my speakers over. Calls recorded for quality. GOOG-411, experimental. What city and state? Orlando, Florida. I just picked a random city. Orlando, Florida. What business name or category? We'll see if they know Walt Disney. Walt Disney World. Everybody loves pizza. Try again. Oh, didn't recognize that one. Pizza. Pizza. Top eight results. Number one. Giordano's on South Epoca's Island Road. Okay, I don't care about Orlando Pizza. Go back. Press one or say going back. Orlando, Florida. What business name or category? Walt Disney. Walt Disney. Top eight results. Number one. Walt Disney World's one. A Westin Hotel. On the Cotton Resorts Boulevard. Lake Buena Vista. To select number one, you can press one or say number one. Number two. Wyndham Palace Resort and Spa. The Walt Disney World Resort. Just any line. On Buena Vista Drive. Lake Buena Vista. Number three. Walt Disney World Resort. Disney's Coronado Springs Resort on West Buena Vista Drive, Lake Buena Vista. Number four, Disney World Resort, Disney's All Star Movies Resort on West Buena Vista. 
Connect. Choose four. All right, so maybe because I'm on a cell phone, it doesn't really work that good. But when you're on a landline phone, and when you're talking into the speaker, it really does work. Let me choose one. Or four. Details. You can also get the details by saying text message. Walt Disney World Resort. Disney's All-Star Movies Resort. 1901 West Buena Vista Drive. Lake Buena Vista. Phone number. 407-939-7000. Here it is again. Disney World Resort. Disney's All-Star Movies Resort. 1901 West Buena Vista Drive. Connect. Lake Buena Vista. That didn't work. Number four. Walt Disney World Resort. Disney's All-Star Movies Resort. 1901 West Buena Vista Drive. Lake Buena Vista. I'll connect you. Connect me. Say details or hold on. Okay, so we we don't want to harass the people down in Disney World. So, But as you can see, it's a new 411 service. It works, and it didn't really work. But I was on a cell phone, and I only had three bars, and uh, I was using the speakerphone. But of course, if you held it up to your face, it, it really does work well. It, the voice recognition is superb, and if you don't know the name of the city, you can always enter the zip code. Like, I live in Kutchog, and it never represents... Uh, it never recognizes Kachogi. It recognizes Kachogi, but it doesn't recognize Kachog. So it works and it's free. And uh, give it a try. Google four one one experimental. Anyway, uh, in other tech news, Google Docs, the popular Web two point service issued by Google that is trying to replace uh, Microsoft, uh, were. Yeah, Microsoft Office is uh, introducing a, or will hopefully introduce a uh, presentation tool by this summer. So, if you don't like PowerPoint, or if you want a free PowerPoint, you'll be able to use Google Docs, which is a online version, and you'll be able to get it for free. I already use it myself. And let's see, what else do we have here? Oh, uh... If you haven't uh, heard about the major shooting at uh, Virginia Tech yesterday, very sad story. Uh, Thirty-three uh, to thirty—I think it's thirty-four now. Thirty-four college students were killed, and uh, you know it, it just goes to show you that you have to be aware. And you know, uh, I think we we would all say, and I think we should all wish as a community. Uh, anyone who has suffered as a result of that shooting and anyone who is dead and any of the families who lost loved ones in that incidence, uh, that, you know, that they're all right. I think we should, as a podcast, wish them well and, uh, wish them healing. It's just, it's just very sad. Um, in other stories involving college students, uh, the RIAA, or actually the RIA is going against more colleges and, the college advisors are now advising students to fight the RIAA because they don't want to get in trouble. Um, 
and the University of Wisconsin has decided not to pass on the RIAA settlement letters uh, that offer settlements because they don't think that their students have obviously done it. They don't want the bad press. And, uh, you know, I think the RIAA is a bunch of fat cats anyway, so uh, I, I don't – I've said that numerous times on podcasts. I don't think that they have a, a right to charge you $20,000 if you pirate one song. But I know I'm going to get some emails about that. So anyway, um, I think that's basically all the news we have to uh, tell you today. Goog411, very interesting service. I hope you try it. It's 1-800-GOOG411. That's 1-800-GOOG, G-O-O-G, 411, if you want the real phone number. It is 1-800-GOOG. One eight zero zero four six six four four one one. So it's Goog four one one. So one eight hundred. Trying to do this as I dial it. Four six six four four one one. And you should get Goog four one one. Experimental. Anyway, uh, that's basically it. If you want to call us, I'll give you my phone number. It's one seven one eight four seven five six three five three. That's one seven one eight four seven five six three five three. One seven one eight four seven five six three five three. And you can also email me. Email me anything you like. Actually, techweeklypodcast.blogspot. dot uh, that No, actually, no, you don't. Email me at techweeklypodcast at gmail dot com. That's techweeklypodcast at gmail.com. And my website is techweeklypodcast.blogspot.com. I thank you for listening to episode 11. And I hope, you're, hope you've, I hope you have enjoyed my coverage of the New York International Auto Show and PodCamp NYC. I hope you have a great two weeks. And I'll see you again in two weeks.